I'm back, I'm here, I'm recording, da na 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 yeah yeah yeah, we're gonna record an episode. Hi, I'm Peggy. I'm a mother of a little girl who is amazing, but also drives me crazy. In this insane adventure of motherhood, I've also been discovering out who I am. I'm not the person I was, and I'm finding out who that is exactly. Motherhood is a journey, and every single one of us does it differently. And let's be real. Does anyone really know what they're doing? Because I don't. So join me. Let's laugh and cry together. Welcome to the Lion's Nest Podcast. Hello. Hi. It's been too long for me. <laughs> um, I'm in, um, I want to call it my chaos era of life, <laughs> which I'm pretty sure is just like normal parenting. Um, but time slips away from you. Like, like there's just always something going on, whether it's like, nothing or something. <laughs> um, and it just takes all your time away. And then before you know it, it's been a month and you're like, oh, I had so much to do and I still have not got it done. <laughs> um, so hi, welcome back. Thank you for being patient with me. Um, this is literally the longest break I've ever taken. Um, from doing the podcast in the th over three years that I've been doing this. And, um, you know, I, I did consider, like, I was like, well, is it worth it? Like, should I keep going? Cause you know, doing this podcast is honestly like therapeutic for me. <laughs> it's something that I do in hopes that, you listening benefits in some way, whether it's just like a laugh or a like that felt good to hear or just something, you know, I don't make money from this like whatsoever. And I honestly don't ever plan to, like I never went into this being like, oh, I want to be in the top 100, like nothing like that. You know, um, I do this strict, like, not strictly, but like I do this for myself and to help make others feel that like we're not alone in this whole journey. So, um, you know, when I took that, well, one, I knew I was going to take like a week or two off. Um, and then it somehow became like almost a month and a half and I hated it. <laughs> I wanted to be back behind the mic so bad, but this summer has been so chaotic and um, we are going through so many different stages with Sawyer right now, developmentally, like she's, um, she's going through a bunch of different stages. And like, I think we're going through somewhat of an attachment stage, which I'm assuming is like, um, like her, she's always been like attached to us, but, um, never like so much where she doesn't ever want to do things 
like going to school or whatever. And so I don't know if it's like the big step of kindergarten coming up or with the new baby coming and things like that, that, cause I mean, she's over the moon, like for the baby, but I'm sure there's also a subconscious level of like, you're not just mine anymore. You know, that she doesn't even know how to comprehend. And I don't know how to either yet. Um, but, <clears throat> but it's like, I don't know. She's like developing new fears that are interesting of like really, really like minute things. So it's been taking up a lot of my time <laughs> and also like, um, trying to figure out how to navigate that is like a whole nother level. Like I, I've been really, really trying to be conscious of the way I speak to her. Um, because the last episode I recorded, I was all about like feeling like a failure to her. And that was like eye opening to me to, um, to recognize the way that I speak to her sometimes because I've heard this before and it's a good reminder for myself, but like the way you speak to your child becomes their inner voice. And from experience, like I love my parents dearly and I'm thankful for the things that they have taught me. And I do not think that the way they raised me was bad by any means. Like I did not have like a traumatic childhood, childhood or anything, but like, um, my parents were harsh sometimes, you know, um, especially my dad when it comes to sports and things like that. And a lot of that is my own inner voice when, like I hold myself to a very high standard for things. Um, the way I perform at work, the way I perform doing certain activities, I'm like highly competitive <laughs> in general, like playing like anything. Like I've gotten into some very heated conversations over catchphrase <laughs> um, to the point where people like don't want to play with me. <laughs> um, so, you know, and that's just like one small example. And so it's not bad, right? Like I can, I've learned to like contain it for the most part, but like even in beauty school, like we were playing like a simple, like answering question. You had to like two people stood up and there was a hairspray bottle in the middle and they asked you a question. And the first person to grab the hairspray bottle answered the question. Right. And so I got in an argument in beauty school because my like I had answered one and the teacher was like well that's not exactly right like I had gotten part of the question right and so they told me I was wrong so my team like didn't get points but then another girl went up and like answered a question in like a similar manner where like it was close and not like it's hard to explain like in beauty school there's like behind the ear and behind the like behind the hair on the hairline is kind of like right like the two differences is an example. And I said, oh, behind the ear. And they're like, oh, it's supposed to be like behind the ear on the hairline. And so they didn't give me the point. But like some other girl went up there and answered something in a similar manner. And they were just like, oh, yeah, well, that's close enough. You know, like instead of I don't even know what her question was. But I like raised hell. Like I was like, what? And I like stood up and I was like, no, 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 no. And I like called them out. And like my whole team was like, dude, Peggy, it's like not that serious. But for me, like, I'm like, no, no, no. Like we treat people like, you know, like there's standards here and like all these things. And so, um, I noticed that I do those things with Sawyer, right? Like the previous talk I had about how, when I first started having her trace her name and things like that, anytime she didn't do it right, I was like, oh, erase that. That's not right. You know, instead of maybe like doing a more gentle approach, 
and being like, oh, you know what? Like, that's okay. It's like, you know, like we, we get better every time we practice after she's done. But I would like stop her mid and be like, you know, that's not right. You know, start over. And she does things like that now, <laughs> you know? And so, and I think she's afraid of messing up. And so, um, I don't want that for her, <laughs> you know? So I'm trying to be more conscious about like the way we approach things. And like, I struggle sometimes with the whole, like, and to myself, I'm like putting up quotations, like gentle parenting thing. Cause I think there is a time to gentle parent and there's time to be like a more, a little more harsher and like, um, direct, you know? Um, I think there's times for both of those. And I've caught myself starting off very, very well, like gentle parenting and like, um, be like, you're calm. You got this. Like, let's talk her through it. Like, it's totally fine. And then she does this thing where she like constantly keeps repeating the same thing, even though I've like given her an answer and a solution. I've like tried to help her like feel better. Like, okay. So we recently got a hamster. Great. My brother had been asking, um, to get her a gift like that for a long time. And so we finally worked it out. Um, the day comes and my (laughs) brother, we had like had breakfast or something. And so we were chatting in the kitchen and then Sawyer all of a sudden gets extremely sad. And we're like, okay. Um, and Luis goes and talks to her and he comes back and he's like, she's afraid to get a hamster. And I was like, what? Because I mean, we had said like, oh, we have to make sure to feed it. If you don't feed it, you know, it, it might die. Um, and so apparently she like got so afraid that she was going to not feed it. It'll die. And so then I went over, like chatted with her and, um, this is a time when I, I felt that I held my cool together. Um, I did not, I, I, I like softly talked to her about it the whole time about how it's, it is okay if it dies. It is okay if those things happen. Like, it's not a big deal. My brother like honestly expects it to die. Like he's, he's kind of like, I don't expect this thing to live very long. And they only live for maybe three years if you're lucky. So, and who knows how long they've been at the pet store. So, um, you know, he doesn't care, even though he went and spent all this money about the cage and everything for her, but we had this whole talk and she was like crying and like upset and like so worried, like so worried. And, um, you know, we just like talked about how like, it's okay to like figure it out. Like everybody makes mistakes. Like she had had guppy fish and then they died and then we got her a beta fish And we've had that thing for eight months and it's totally alive and it's doing just fine. So, I mean, there's always a learning curve. And I talked to her and I was like, if this hamster happens to die, you know, um, it doesn't mean you can never have a hamster again or anything. Like we could probably get you a new one. Like it's fine. And then she was like, oh, okay. But we just like had to have this whole conversation around it and like sit there and talk and talk. And then of course, when she got it, she was like extremely happy. She loves the thing. Um, it's great for her, you know, a, a new thing. Like our house is full though. Like I'm just like, why the hell do we get something else? But they seem pretty harmless. <laughs> you know, it's not much to do. Um, they entertain themselves and they sleep a lot. So like, that's fine. It said easy maintenance. So, <laughs> but it's just like little things like that, right? Like these like worrisome things, like they just like overtake her. But then I said to like, keep saying the same answer over and over. And then this morning, I signed her up for her old preschool has like some day camps. And so I signed her up for this day camp. It was just three hours a day for one week. 
five days, right? And so, um, and she gets to wear like it's care. It's called character camp, and so like she gets to wear like outfits, you know, if she if she wants to. So she wore this really cute Spider Man dress thing today. But last night before bed, all of a sudden, she's just like, "I'm so scared to go. I'm so scared to go. Like I don't I don't think I can go." And I'm like, "What?" I'm like, "One, you love this school. Like there's nothing wrong with this school. You know, like you you're comfortable here." But then she was like, "I'm not gonna know anybody," and I'm like. So, you know, and so I tried to explain to her, like, making friends is easy. You've made friends before. You've seen people before. And, you know, you'll probably see a teacher, you know, and all these things. And then it was like, I said the same thing over and we did it for like five minutes. And like, I just kept saying the same thing over. And then I was like, you know what? I was like, if you're going to cry about it, I was like, I don't care. And then like got mad, you know, and I'm like, like, and just because I was like, I've given you an answer and I've given you a solution and you don't want to accept it. Like why? Because then she just like kept like backpedaling or like kept like coming up with something different that was like some weird excuse. And you're just like, why are you doing this? You know? And so I just don't understand. I mean, I would assume it just must be something that five-year-olds must go through. Like, I'm not exactly sure, but I, it just seems like it's a new development that's started happening. Like it started with the fear of counting at the jujitsu, which we've now solved that. I pull her off to the side every day and she stretches on the side and they they don't have her count and she loves it. She's very happy. She's over the moon. Um, a whole new girl at jujitsu loves it. She is like excited to go. So I was happy that we found a solution that, and I did tell her it was temporary and that eventually she'll have to face that fear, but it's just like new fears constantly like keep popping up of just like the smallest thing. So I, Luis is like, why do you think this is happening? And I'm like, I just assume it's a phase. Is that something that all parents tell ourselves? Like, that's a phase, right? <laughs> Say that. Yeah. That dyed hair is a phase and listening to rock music is a phase and like being scared of small things is a phase. Like, I just have to um, hope that this odd fear thing is a phase, you know? Because um, it's hard. <laughs> it's hard to go through. And not just because like, like, I don't, I don't mind that she cries. Um, all kids cry. I cry. Things make me emotional. I, and I am short tempered sometimes. And I understand that just in general, I'm a little short tempered sometimes. And I'm going to blame that right now on the baby that my hormones are just going to like change <laughs> like that. Um, because I feel so in control sometimes and like, oh, I will be so calm. And then it's like, I'm just like a 180, like what? And I, <laughs> Luis and I was like, what the heck? Like he was talking to me on the phone the other day and oh my gosh, our dog, we thought our dog almost died a couple of weeks ago. And it's our oldest dog, Dexter, who's 12 and a half. And well, we thought he was like dying or something. It was also kind of a traumatic <laughs> week slash weekend. And, um, I had like come home from work and I've been like working extra hours, my like, not extra hours. I've just been taking on, I've been fitting in some more clients here and there and just feeling like my days are like packed. One of my coworkers broke her wrist. So I'm like helping her out, which I'm so happy to do. And honestly, I'm very happy to be taking the extra clients. Like that's fine with me. Um, but I'm just, I'm just exhausted so much, especially when I come home from work. And, um, so our dog had like hit his eye 
on, I think, our suitcase that we left out from going to Disneyland. Oh, which I want to tell you all about Disneyland too in a minute. But, um, so, cause he's blind. So he's going blind. So he has some eyesight, but we have no idea how much. And it's, you can kind of tell it's like maybe he can see like shapes and shadows, but like his depth perception is completely off. And so, and if something's new is in the way, cause you know, he like knows the house pretty well, but, um, something new is in the way, like he doesn't know it's there. He trips over like toys or shoes or just like Koa's, our other dogs, like bones. And then our suitcase was out in the hallway and I, I wasn't in the room, but I was like in my bedroom and I heard this like insane yelp and every once in a while, like our dogs fight. So I just immediately like screamed for my pit bull because she, Koa, because she's really easy to control. Like she listens so well, Dexter doesn't. <laughs> and so I called her, I was like, Koa, what are you doing? And then Koa was like right next to me. I like looked down, I'm like, oh, so then I went out into the hallway and Dexter was just like freaking out. Like he was standing there and he was shaking and, and things were like scaring him. Like, and I was like, what the heck? So, and his eyes, cause he's a Boston Terrier, but his eyes are like kind of bulgy. And so, um, he was acting in, like insanely weird. And so Luis wasn't home yet. And then I think he was like finally on his way home. And so, I don't know what Sawyer was doing. I was like trying to make dinner and the dog was freaking out. And then, oh, I think like Sawyer kept like running past him and it was like freaking the dog out. And I kept trying to tell her like, please be gentle around him. Please don't make large noises. Like for some reason he's having like some weird episode going on. And I, I tried to touch him and he like yelped. So I was like, I'm going to just like let him walk it out. And then we'll see how he does. And once Luis was home, it'd be easier. And so I was like on the phone with Luis and I don't even know what he said to me. Honestly, I can't remember, but I was like, kind of like in a normal mood. And then immediately just was like, Oh my God, you understand. I've had like a really long day. I'm trying to care, tear, take care of our dog. who's like freaking out. And our daughter is doing this and I'm trying to make dinner. And he was like, what the heck? And I was like, anyways, I gotta go by. <laughs> it's like hung up the phone, but it was like within a split second. Like, and so that's like, I mean, I have been known to overreact in the past. Like, that's true. I'm okay to admit it. I'm trying to get better. Right. But I feel like with this pregnancy, it flips like so fast. So I'm trying to work on that. <laughs> It's just a lot. It's a lot happening all the time, <laughs> all at once. Um, also, Dexter's fine. We did end up uh, taking him to an emergency vet because we after the that freak out weird episode thing, I think it was like we waited like three more days and he was like, OK, but then he like couldn't get around the house and he like it was like he couldn't find his way to the stairs to go outside because we like we have a back door we let them out of and um, he like peed on the floor a couple of times, which is like super unlike him. And so I was like, maybe his body's breaking down because the way he was acting was so odd and his eyes are like swelling shut. <laughs> so then we took him to the, we spent six and a half hours in the emergency vet and they said he seems pretty healthy. He has some cataracts, but like he had this like big scratch on his eyeball. So he's on some eye drops and pain medication and he's totally fine. So that was good. Um, cause I really wasn't ready for him to die yet. Like Dexter was like mine and Luis's first dog. Like Luis and I dated a year and then we moved in together and we've each always had a pet, some sort of, well, he's always had dogs and I've always had a dog and a cat. And so we were like sitting in this tiny apartment. I think we had lived together one month <laughs> and I just looked at Luis and I was like, oh, I just wish we had a dog. 
And he's like, let's get a dog. Like he was pumped. He's like, we're getting a freaking dog. And I was like, oh. I was like, well, I don't know. And then it was like, we started trying to figure out what breed would be best for an apartment and all this stuff. And we like decided on the Boston Terrier. And so he's like, let's start looking it up. Like let's try to find someone who's selling one. And then I got super overwhelmed. I was only 19, right? So 19? Yeah, I was only 19. And um, I remember just being like, I don't think we can afford it. Like I got really scared all of a sudden because I was like, oh my God. I was like, I know I, I know what I said and everything. And like, this is also like Luis and I had only been together like this point, like a year and a couple of months. Right. So then, and we're living together, everything is new. And, and I was just like, really nervous. Cause like one, I was like paying rent for my first time. I was figuring out how to live on my own for the first time and then live with a partner all at the same time. I'd never lived. I moved from my parents' house to living with Luis, like, and he did the same. So like we were trying to figure out all of these things. And, um, I was just like, this sounds like too much responsibility. Like I was like, so scared. I was like, it's going to cost us so much money. I was, a, I think I had like, I was a host at the Olive Garden. Like I made, hardly any money. I was like, plant. I think I became a server like within like a month or two after we were living together, which definitely helped our money wise, but like I was making so little amounts of money. And so, um, I was just like so scared. I was like, I just don't think we can afford it. I don't think we can afford it. And like Luis is like somebody who is just like tunnel vision. Like once he has an idea, he's like, let's go, let's do this. Like I'm on board. Like I'm going to put all my energy into this and I'm just not like, I'm just like a casual, like, I mean, I make split decisions sometimes, but I'm just like, man, like, you know, like, let's talk about it. Let's talk about it for a while. Let's like, weigh the pros and cons sometimes, um, for the most part. And so when I had said that, I was like, I just don't think this is a good idea. And then Luis was like, so sad. <laughs> I always joke with him and tell him that he like cried, which he didn't. But in my version of the story, he was like, so sad. He was crying. <laughs> And so then like, I think a couple weeks later we were out somewhere and I don't know, I found someone online who was like selling these Boston Terriers and it was like, we happened to be like an Olympia or something weird. And I was like, Hey, I was like, there's somebody who has a Boston Terrier. Do you want me to like call them? And he was like, are you being serious right now? And I was like, and that I always say that Dexter was like my first impulse decision. Like I was just like, yeah, it's like, let's just do it. And he's like, okay. And so we like called this lady and she was like, okay, meet me in this parking lot of this grocery store and we'll meet there and you can meet the dog. And I was like, okay. And he was only like, I think he was six weeks old, Dexter. And so, and on her website, it had said like, oh, I don't release him until they're eight weeks. So you like give some money to put a hold on it or something. And so I was like, okay. He was the tiniest little thing, like fit in the palm of my hand. So stinking cute. And we're like looking at him and he was so small. The mom was so tiny. I think the mom weighed like maybe 10 pounds and they had some other ones, but she was like, this is the only, he was the only one that was brown and white. And she's like, he's the only one I've left. Um, you know, people have holds on the other ones. And we were like, okay. And we were just like, yeah, like we want this dog. And she's like, great. You can take him. She's like, if you have, I think it was like $300. (laughs) Like, I don't even know. Or two, maybe 250. It was like, seemed like a lot of money to me at the time, but I'm pretty sure in like retrospect of like how much dogs cost, I don't think it was very much. Um, and we were like, oh, I thought we were going to like put 50 bucks down to like put a hold on him. And she was like, no, 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 he, he can go today. I think the lady is like really wanted money. Like she must've been broke. <laughs> and she's like, I was like, oh, I don't have the money on me. She's like, oh, I'll drive to a bank and meet you. <laughs> so we like went to some ATM, pulled out the money 
handed it to her and we like went home with this dog. Like I was like, what the heck are we doing here? And we had to like go to the pet store and like grab everything. And he was just so small and so cute and so tiny. Um, and he was our first baby, you know? So like, and Luis is so attached to Dexter. Like I love Dexter. He's so sweet. Um, but he's also kind of annoying. And he is funny too. Cause like the lady's like, Oh, the dad is not much bigger. So I'm pretty sure he's going to be like maybe 12 pounds. And we're like, oh, okay. And he, cause I think he was like the runt of the litter and he's like huge. Like Luis was always like, Oh man, like he's just going to be this like tiny pocket dog, <laughs> you know? And I was like, well, whatever. Like, you know, oh well. And he grew so big. I mean, he weighs like 28 pounds now, which is probably like overweight, but he, which, I mean, that never says that, but he, um, she's like, oh, he's just at the top of his weight for his breed and like not in a bad way. Like he's not like super like chubby looking, but he's a big dog, like for his size. And I mean, he was really lean when he was younger, like always. Um, but yeah, just so funny. Like thinking about Dexter in the beginning just makes me laugh. And I keep saying, like, I was like, I really did not want him to die. Like I was crying that day we were taking him to the vet because I was so afraid they were going to like tell me like, it's time to put your dog down. And I just really would, I want him to meet the new baby because Dexter has been through every, well, our first apartment, we rented a house for five years and then our, we bought our first house and then now this house and like Sawyer. So it would just feel, it feels good <laughs> the idea that he could meet the new baby. But, you know, what happens was be whatever happens. But I think we still have another year out of him, <laughs> I hope. Those dogs only live to be 14, but some dogs die at 10. So we're kind of in the middle ground here that it could happen anytime. But right now he's fine. No more accidents. Um, size healing. But, yeah. Um Disneyland, I'm just going to like sum that up. It was so much fun and also extremely exhausting. <laughs> uh, Sawyer did not like the rides. Well, she didn't like the big rides. She didn't mind the small ones. Uh, she went on one big roller coaster and she decided that roller coasters will be better when she's older. <laughs> so that was kind of funny. So anytime I was like, oh, we're going to go on this ride. And she would ask me, she'd be like, okay, does it go like flat or does it have like big hills? And I was like, no, no, it's flat. Cause I could only go on like the flat stuff. So, um, and then we had to have this whole conversation because the only ride I really liked that was simple was Pirates of the Caribbean. And I never really had like that long of a wait. And so I think I want, we did, cause we did three full days at Disneyland. And so, um, we went once a day. It's not, that's not bad. But on the third day, she was like throwing a fit in the line. Like she did not want to be there. She wanted to do something else. And we were like, no, I was like, you have to be able to do things for other people. Like we've stood in so many lines for princesses and like so many lines for signatures of things. And you know, everything is what she wanted to do. So I was like, this is just one thing mommy wants to do. Like I only requested two things when we were in California adventure. I wanted to go on the cars ride. And then for, Disneyland, I want to go on Pirates of the Caribbean a couple of different times. Like, that's <laughs> just what I wanted to do. And um, we're like standing in this line and I was like, Sawyer, like, you know, I was like, when the new baby comes, like, you're going to have to do things for the baby. Like, you can't, I was like, it's not always going to be all about what you want. I was like, sometimes you have to do things for others. <laughs> and she was like, well, I will do anything that baby wants to do, but I don't want to do anything that you want to do. <laughs> 
<laughs> and I was just like, yeah, okay, whatever. I was like, that's fine. I was like, I'm gonna remind you of that about the baby. Like, <laughs> like, cause there are going to be times when you're not going to want to do stuff that baby wants to do, but we're just going to have to like <laughs> figure that out when the time comes. But she said it and I'm going to hold her to it. <laughs> But otherwise, it was really great. I mean, she had so much fun meeting every single princess. And I do wish we would have spent an extra day in California Adventure or like done a park hopper where we could have um, spent time at both maybe. Um, Disneyland was so exhausting. Like I just felt like it did take us three days to get through it. But it's just like, I don't know. I like, we liked California Adventure a lot. Like we had so much fun there and I just had been recommended to me to only do like one day at California Adventure with her age, but, um, we could have benefited from two days, but that's just something we'll know for the future and that's totally fine. Um, but we had a lot of fun. It, it was a good time. It was fun to watch Sawyer, like feel the magic of Disney. Like I think that age for her was a great time. She would randomly ask me sometimes like, mommy, is this real? Like, is this real? <laughs> and I'd say, do you think it's real? She'd say, yeah. So I'd say, yeah, of course it is. You know? Um, and Louis, this was Luis's first time. He'd never been to Disneyland and, and he enjoyed it. He liked it. He kept, we kept joking every time. He'd be like, where's the magic? Like, I don't feel the magic. <laughs> or like, um, I had seen this thing. I'm like, I don't know if it was Instagram or TikTok or something silly, but, um, that like Disneyland is extremely clean, which it is. And so it's California Adventure in that um, anytime trash is on the ground, like a cleaning person, like someone like comes by and like sweeps it up into like a dustpan. And so every time they would, and it happened all the time, like all of a sudden it would just be like trash on the, like, you know, someone spilled their popcorn or did someone like left a wrapper out, whatever. There'd just be somebody sweeping like immediately. Like it was sometimes like, so fast. And so we kept being like, yo, where did that person come from? We said it all the time. And then Louise said, Sawyer and I were like in a bathroom one time and they have like these like, like, um, trolleys that are like, uh, like have horses that like, uh, direct them around or whatever. Right. With also like a human helping them. But Louise said that, um, like the horse took a shit and he was like, Oh my God. He's like, someone came to clean it up so fast. Like, he's like, I don't even think it's out there for like two minutes. And I was like, see, told you like, they like are just like sitting in every corner, like these like custodial people. And so, so, cause you know, like we whisper it, like Luis and I would be like, Oh, where'd that custodian come from? Like, but so just like, Oh mom, where'd that person come from? <laughs> she would just yell it. One time I was like, swear, like, that's cool. Like we can say that, but like, not so loud. <laughs> she was like, why you said it? I was like, I know. I was like, but I don't want them to make them feel weird. I was like, but we can definitely like whisper about it. So we just would always be whispering about it. And I don't know why that brought me a weird joy, but I thought that was really fun. <laughs> Maybe I just like need to be entertained while I was there, but yeah, it was a good time. I think that it's a great thing to do with your children. It's extremely expensive. And, um, very tiring, but worth the memory, I think. Like, on the one of the first characters Sawyer met was Aladdin, and he, like, 
like was like they some of them walk around and so he was like kept saying like oh i'm looking for shade and so he like we caught him while he was walking and he like held sawyer's hand and talked to her and then like stopped with her and hugged her and like took her picture and signed her book it was just it was so sweet like for me that was like a memory where i'm like oh my god i'll never forget her experiencing this and i hope that that's something she remembers it'll probably have to be a story that i tell her but it was so sweet like (laughs) i just love stuff like that so and I liked that. And I liked watching her be so happy. She's very jumpy when I think she gets nervous. So every time she met a new character, she's like jumped up and down. And at some point I had to like calm her. Like I would just be like, how about we don't jump? So then she would just like wiggle her whole body and she like stood in place. It was adorable. But yeah, it was, it was very fun. Um, but I'm happy to be back. Um, I'm sure I have more to say and tell you about, but, um, this is it for today. Uh, thank you so much for being here. Thank you for coming back. Thank you for wanting to listen. Um, I've had some very encouraging words about, um, the podcast. So I'm going to keep going and <laughs> keep doing it. Um, I think, like I said earlier, I considered maybe not coming back, but, I want to, you know, I want to for me, for you, for, for everything. Like, you know, um, I think like I've said in the past too, like I would really like to get some sort of like merch in a way. And like, I'm going to start with stickers. I've designed three stickers. And so I'm just trying to figure out, I'd like to have like a pack of like five or six. I think that would be fun and sell it like that. Um, not individually, Um, and I'm just trying to figure out how to do that and like what to do that through. And if I want to get them printed and then like strip them out myself, um, or if go through like some sort of like third party, but I don't know much about that. And so I need to find someone who knows about that. So if you know anybody or like I've designed them on Canva, which now Canva has like a printing service, but it's like just to be shipped to me. And so I just can't decide if. I'm responsible enough <laughs> to um, send stuff out myself. I think I am. Like, I think I definitely could. Like, I could just be like, oh, if you order, you know, Tuesday through Saturday, it's not going to come out till Monday, whatever. You know, like, I ship out on Mondays. Um, <clears throat> something like that. That's my first goal. I'm going to try to do that before the baby comes because I think that would be really fun um, and easy. So we'll kind of see. But yeah, so I have goals. I'm still here. I'm thankful to be here. Thank you again. Please, if you have any thoughts or um, concerns or stories or anything, you just want to reach out. I have an email at the podcast at gmail.com. I have an Instagram at peggy.palacios. And I have that dumb TikTok that I don't really use for posting. I should. I will. One day I'll figure it out. But that's Peggy Palace. So check out the show notes if you forget any of those things. But um, again, thank you. And I will be back hopefully next week. (laughs) Bye.